Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. That's David Bowie, Bing Crosby, little drummer boy from about 1972. Considered, uh, I believe Rolling Stone ranked it the number two surreal music all time or surreal moment in music history. Number one was Axl Rose with Elton John at the uh, Freddie Mercury Benefit Concert, if I've got my rankings uh, right. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, the Vancouver Canucks, Jacob Markstrom against Miko Koskinen tonight. Say 8 o'clock puck drop Edmonton time, uh, 6 o'clock face-off show uh, from uh, Vancouver with uh, Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, myself, Jack Michaels, uh, John Shannon make an appearance on today's show as well. You can reach us on our River Creek Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063 and uh, text us at uh, 780-496-0063. I know Janie uh, from the uh, River Creek Resort and Casino and Ashley from Ashley Fine Floors passing along a holiday, best of holiday wishes to everybody out there listening on 630. Jed, Ashley Fine Floors text line again, floors strong enough for every mini sticks tournament and we're on Twitter is now. I'm, I'm at Oilers now and Bob underscore Stoffer. And Dave Campbell's pinch hitting today for Brendan Escott, who's getting some family time in. And uh, Dave, how do people follow you on Twitter again? Dave underscore Chet. All right, there you go. Well, uh, he has not been on the show for about a year, uh, but I do see him quite frequently. Uh, he's a very intelligent guy, knows a lot about hockey, and I've already given him way too much uh, credit. He'd be the first to tell you that. We welcome back to the show a terror at the university in the, I'm thinking it was the late 1980s, early uh Early, uh, no, late 80s, early 90s. We welcome back to the show Darcy McLeod, a.k.a. Wood Guy. How are you, Darcy? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you? Good. Do I have the time frame right? Yeah, I, uh, you... I went to University of Alberta in 19, started in 1990. There we go. All right. Look, I know you were By listening way, you uh, to our, I don't know if you heard the Wayne interview, but we had John Shannon on. We were talking to, you know, it's, it's my belief. And I got a little bit of feedback going on right here, Dave. I don't know if you can turn a cue down for me. 
It is my belief that uh, part of the order's success moving forward is they're going to have to get some second-line production. Uh, I hearken back to the 2016-17 season, and it really didn't come together for Nugent Hopkins, Lucic, and Eberle until the final quarter. And then, if you recall, Jordan Eberle was well beyond his normal scoring norms that year. Lucic got hot down the stretch. That line was very good, and that's part of the reason why the Oilers went 12-2 in their final 14 games. What did you think of John Shannon's comments about maybe just sticking with Neil and Chase on with Nugent Hopkins for a while? Well, it, it wouldn't be the first thing you'd think of, Bob, but they've played 110 minutes together, and they actually have good possession and have a 50% goal share. Like They have uh, 58% Corsi and 50% goal share, and their expected goals is 61%. So believe it or not, those three together have played well. Now, you take Chase on off, the numbers come down. You take Neil off and just leave Chase on, numbers come down. But for some reason, those three as a trio work. I'd like to see more scoring there, like someone like Yamamoto, perhaps, someone who can skate. Uh, but those three, believe it or not, do well together. And, Bob, earlier you said I was both intelligent and you saw me a lot, so one of those things has to be a lie. If you see me a lot, you know what my intelligence is. There, there we go. Yes, yeah, good for you. Uh, well, I, I guess, yeah, I guess it's interesting, right? I mean, is the sample size big enough? Or, or yeah. what you're saying is you, you'd like to make a bet to see if the sample size is true. Well, yeah, the early returns are good, so why not ride it a bit and see if it stays true? When you're looking at trios or, or duos, for players, Bob, you want to see at least three, four hundred minutes before you come to any conclusions. But small samples turn into big samples eventually, and quite honestly, that's the most successful trio that Nugent Hopkins has been a part of this year when he's not playing with McDavid. So that's the one I'd try. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Um, I mean, some people have brought up the fact that did we give Ryan Strom enough of an opportunity potentially to play right wing with Connor McDavid before we saw him get slid back to center in the third line because he's been quite productive. I think he's got 30 points this year already with the New York Rangers. Yeah, well, playing with Panarin will uh, we'll do that for you. And, yeah, he was productive there, too. I remember looking at those numbers back when, you know, what should they do with, uh, with uh, what the hell? Strom. Right? So yeah. everybody plays well with McDavid. Bob, it's, 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 it's just the way he is. All right. So you brought it up, and I know you, you know, I follow you on Twitter, and you, you sort of threw a little question out to all of your followers. Who are these four guys? Because this coincided with this. David Staples was on the show on Wednesday, Darcy. I don't know if you heard the segment. Nope. And we're talking about Zach Cassie. And I believe, for me, something like three years, 3.5 million, 3.6 million might make sense. Uh, but I might be looking at from a team centric position. Uh, the agent Rick Kern might be looking at Michael Furlan saying four years, 3.5 million. Um, what's your perspective on that? Well, that, that Twitter thing that you're referring to, Bob, is that I found four players with very similar results playing with McDavid and I didn't name them and I had everyone guess who they were or, or guess which one was, was Cassian and the, the results were all over the place actually most people picked uh, Kajula's results with, uh, with McDavid as being Cassian Now you didn't tip off people who the players were did no, you? No I didn't tip it off and I let the thing run to the end so I had you know pick uh, basically pick Cassian out of this crowd and there was four players and some results turns the players that I used were Ratty, Maroon, Kajula, and Cassian. And the point of the exercise is that if you don't know who these guys are, 
you look at the Oilers' results, the, the players' points, and, and specifically primary points, like how much they contribute to the play, but also the goal share that uh, that line gets when that player was there, because sometimes players do a lot of things that contribute to goal share that doesn't show up in points. To me, goal share is much more important than points or a player's effect on goal share. So you look at these four players, the results are all fairly close. Uh, the goal share is, is, is fairly close, and they're really good with two of them, and the two really good ones were Maroon and Cassian. And, uh, but both of those also played a ton of that time with Dreisaitl as the third guy. Raddy and Kajula didn't. So once you actually look at that, they're all, re- they're all really, really close. And the point of the exercise was, okay, here's three other guys who have achieved with McDavid and Dreisaitl the same things that Cassian has achieved. And what are these guys doing now? Raddy's in the KHL. Maroon's on the fourth line in Tampa Bay making 900K. Kajula's on the fourth line in Chicago. Now, he's an RFA still playing on his Oiler contract of 1.5. But I just wanted to put some perspective out there. Here's three guys who have basically the Oilers got the same results as they do with Cassian. And everyone's talking about paying Cassian. You know, uh, Maddie said four times four, which is kind of way out of line. But, Bob, even in my opinion, three and a half is too much for this player. Look at it. Look at his actual real comparables. The guys who had the same type of ice time with McDavid. They're, they're outside. If they're not playing with McDavid, the results aren't as good. And the same thing with Cassian. No, I like Cassian. I love his toughness. I like tough hockey. You know me, Bob. I like tough hockey. Uh, I, I yeah. think he's great on the forecheck. I think he can skate. So I don't think he's going to hit the cliff quite in the er, you know not not maybe at thirty and thirty one, maybe thirty two. So I like the player, and I want him around the Oilers. But with this team, with, with the bad contracts that they have and the buyouts they have on the books, every dime is important. And you can't afford, to, you know, a million here and a million there. Pretty soon you're talking real money, right, Bob? And, you, and, and all of a sudden you can't afford that really good player on the second line to help drive it with, with Nuge. Like, that's, this is where GMs have to, absolutely, no, I wouldn't say put the screws to them. $2.5 million is, 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 is a nice salary. And you get to play in the NHL with, with McDavid, but I don't know if you can go past that. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't see, if I'm representing Zach Cassian, I'm Rick Kern, I don't see Darcy realistically. Someone's going to offer him three to three and a half million dollars a year because of the uniqueness of the skill set. Now, I would, I, I, we look no further than Vancouver and Anson Carter playing here with the two Sedins, right? And he mortgaged that into a big ticket in Columbus, and it was an unmitigated disaster there. So I think Zach is cognizant, given the break that he got when he got traded here, of the opportunity. But I don't see how anything starts in the twos on a three-year deal. Not well, a chance. Uh, not not a chance that occurs. But I could be wrong. Well, you know what? What, what reality is and what other teams will pay can be different than what you should pay, Bob. Because you're right, Columbus did give Carter that that contract after he played at Sedin. You know, Columbus gave uh, Marchant or Marchant is his con- Marchant the the contract after yes, he had the an year unbelievable the... year here here with the Oilers. Just because someone's right. going to pay the guy that much doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. All right, that's a tricky one, uh, Zach Kiasp, You know, I think he's going to get. In the threes, okay? Uh, in a perfect world, it's a three-year term. Is there any way you do a four-year term? Nope. If you could get the number down to two and a half. That, 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 uh, with a player that physical, I think three years is out of the question. I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather go three times three than two and a half times four. Does that make any sense? Okay. Yeah. Yep. 
and I'm and I'm telling you, I believe the number climbs to three in the three and a half to three six range minimum. Yikes. I'd be surprised, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. Uh, and I know you're. I don't know if you heard the full Brian Burke segment, but we uh, so I did catch that one, there was yeah. a Brian Burke segment. We talked a lot about Darnell Nurse, and uh, Anton Thun is his representative, Darcy. Um, you know, Anton Thun's going to throw Jacob Truba eight years, eight million dollars per year. Oilers fans will look to Josh Morrissey, you know, $6.25 million a year, Winnipeg, who got, let's face it, they got Shifley on a great contract, and now they're sitting there with Morrissey on a great contract. What's your take on the Darnell Nurse negotiations? Where do you think that should, uh, what makes the most sense for you? Uh, what Burke said makes a lot of sense. He'd like the number to be under six, of course, because got to remember, Morrissey does, Morrissey's playing first power play. Now, when he got the contract, he wasn't. He was playing second, like Nurse. Um, but the results are extremely similar. But at the same time, Morrissey was playing first pair. And as much as Nurse plays, when Larson's healthy, the amount of time that uh, Clefbaum and Larson spend against the other team's best, which is what I consider first pair, is has been 50 percent in december it's been 50 percent of their time that's like um chara and vlasic numbers against elite forwards so you've got nurse playing second pair he's he's on the second unit power play you when you look at the comps all across the nhl for players in those two positions and what they get after they've taken a bridge contract six is probably almost like there's lots of comps like matheson although he got his out of the alc you got to add a bit more for the guys who signed coming out of the ELC. Clefbaum, who signed coming out of his ELC, Clefbaum's was his 4.16 was 5.7 percent of the cap, which next year would translate into something just under five. Obviously, you got to add to that, but I've, I've worked it out five or six different ways for what the average NHL contract for this type of player, and really the number rarely comes over six. And so if you you know if you he'll sign for the same if he'll sign for six or really or or morrissey's number then then that's it but really you should draw the line pretty hard at six yeah um what if i told you i don't think it comes in under seven i would say what can you get for him you know it's too bad it really, really is yeah it really is too bad bob because he is one of the two best left-handed defensemen and there isn't someone to take his spot like there's not today you know, the biggest problem with this team is that they trade away guys right at Nurse's age, right when they're about to become significant contributors to the team. And Nurse is a significant contributor to the team, although he's playing 80% of his ice time with McDavid this year. It's really strange that uh, Tippett's using a lot of five-man units uh, in terms of the, the D pairs and the forward line. But, you know, Bob, what happened to, you know, now that we have McDavid, people take a little less to play here. The only one who seems to have taken less so far is McDavid. Right. That's, yeah. I mean, that is a fair comment. Yeah, and, and quite, and it's, right? it's just not value. It's, it's, you, you can't overpay everybody. You just can't. And he's, he's important, so they, they might, and they don't have a replacement tomorrow because you need a left handed defenseman who can play in the top four. But if he's going to walk at seven, boy, I, I, I cash him in because he's got a lot of value. But, uh, you know, I, I don't want to. I'd rather have him on the team. But you can't overpay everybody. 80%. So five on five, Nurse has played eighty percent of his time with McDavid yes, uh, this season. Yes, he has. Yeah, and I Crazy guess so. Idea. That also is a sign that uh, 
the head coach, and you've talked about the deployment of Larson, who's really picked up his game here over the last five games. He's mm-hmm. back to being what he and, and there's offensive limits to his game. I'd like to get your thoughts on him in a second, Darcy McLeod, aka Wood guy. But it shows you how much they're going, obviously, either with Nugent Hopkins' line or Shan's line against opposition's top lines. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, when uh, Clefbaum and Larson do get time with McDavid, and sometimes it's against the opposition's top line as well. And, you know, I don't know why yeah. Tippett's playing uh, Nurse and Bear so much there. Maybe because, you know, Bur- uh, Bear's outlet passing is sublime. He hits, he hits McDavid in stride more often than any other defenseman on the entire team. You know whose tough contract we should talk about, Bob? Bear. If you're sold on a young kid coming out of an ELC, this is when you go long on them. Just like they went long on Clefbaum. One of the few things Pete did good good for the franchise was get him under contract for a long period of time at a reasonable number. That's an important contract. If you just bridge him and he continues to knock it out of the park, he's going to get what he's going to get because he, he's good. Like, he's the good, man. He's like, you don't hit the NHL doing what he's doing unless you're the good. And right now is the time when you can get him cheap. So... So Darcy, here's the thing: you you sign Chase on, or sorry, you sign Cassian, and you sign Nurse. What do you think the move is at that stage for Bear? Well, see, can't afford to sign him well, for that long-term deal. You're gonna have okay, to wait two years. More, so you are gonna have which to. Which one's him. more important to the team long term? I'd say Nurse is more important long term. Bear is more important long term. And guys playing in the KHL and on fourth lines and other teams have done what Cassian's done. Where's the give, Bob? If 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 this push comes to shove. It's got to be Cassian, the odd man out. Yeah. What's that? That, that? I mean, that's an interesting perspective to have. I mean, they do. The, I mean, how about this? A year ago at this time, Darcy, we would have had this conversation at right. Let's say maybe we went to a downtown establishment and had a seven up over this, and we're having a, a discussion on right shot defensemen. At this stage last year, we were talking about Bouchard and Person, and they do have two right shot D. In the NHL that were in their organization, Baron Marino. Yeah. Crazy what do you think about it, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, Marino's uh, been fantastic. It's too bad he wouldn't sign here. But he he's doing really uh, does the co- do you look at the Koskinen deal at all differently now? Well, I was one of the few guys on Twitter who said he's not as bad as, as but it still it still wasn't it wasn't a good deal. It's again, you're overpaying by what, a million bucks? And you're overpaying by term by too much by what, a year? You gotta grind. You gotta grind this stuff. Like even if you want the guy, you gotta still grind until the second they're ready to walk away. You know, it, it's 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 a death by a thousand paper cuts. But I was one of the few guys who pointed out that can, uh, that uh, Hitchcock ran him twenty six games in fifty two. No, it's twenty five games in fifty two days. Which the NHL goaltenders play best when they average three days of rest between starts, and he was getting less than one at times. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You can't play goalies that much. Yeah, great stuff. Hey, Darcy, wonderful having you on. Uh, you got some fan following out there. People like it. How do people follow you on Twitter? At WoodGuy55. And we have a website called PuckIQ.com. It's where you can actually see how much players play against the other team's good, medium, and bad players. Or not bad. They're lesser players. Well, sometimes they're, they're bad. They're all in the NHL, Bob. They're all phenomenal hockey players. Like, come on, you know. Yes, unlike you and me. Uh, yeah, exactly. They didn't lack the speed, talent, agility, coordination, toughness, character, and discipline to have played in the uh, yeah, major I, junior I could, I could or college, let alone the NHL. Yeah, awesome stuff. Hey, thanks, Darcy. All right, buddy. 
It's uh, 123 at Edmonton. He knows his stuff. That's Darcy McLeod, a.k.a. Wood Guy. I uh, want to send out the best of uh, Christmas wishes from everybody down at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. They got the Battle of Alberta deal taken on. They got uh, three of their uh, sales associates uh that are Flames fans, three that are Oilers fans. They're wrapping everything up tomorrow. Wetaskiwin is a... Uh it's a great community. It's got a small town field as Brent Ridge Ford. Great place to do business. Come be a part of the atmosphere. Let them prove why cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford, eight-time Diamonds Award winners. For customer satisfaction, call 877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com where they're extending the merriest of Christmases and happy holidays. 124 at Edmonton back with... The Oilers Injury Report for James H. Brown, Injury Lawyers. This is Oilers Now. Thanks a lot, Oscar. Paired again with Adam Larson, Oilers, and the Vancouver Canucks tonight. Guests on the show receive gift certificates to the aforementioned Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Visit their Edmonton South downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park locations. Off to the Oilers Now Injury Report. Brought to you by... James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Uh, Dave Campbell knows all about Trent Brown. Hard-hitting safety for the Edmonton Eskimos. Uh, part of the 93 Grey Cup Championship team. Uh, later a CFL All-Star. James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. He was a good one, wasn't he, Trent Brown? Oh, yeah, he was. If you... If you're a receiver that lurked over the middle and you had no idea where the safety was, that was a bad idea because Trent Brown was usually in the area and he let you know he was there. He was a lurker and he'd knock you out. Yes, he would. All right, what do you got here for okay, us, Dave? Okay, here we go. Uh, Oilers, two uh, injured players, uh, both D-men. Uh, Matt Benning still out, head injury. Brandon Manning dealing with a hand injury. So the following Canucks players are on NHL injured reserve. I guess Alex Edler is not anymore uh, expected to play tonight. But Michael Furlan is upper body injury. Josh Levo, broken kneecap. And goaltender Thatcher Demko, concussion. Center Brandon Sutter, who is off injured, is still is uh, day-to-day with an undisclosed injury, Bob. So uh, that's how the uh, Canucks and the Oilers look as far as their injury situation tonight, but uh, as you've been reporting, it's, it's expected Edler is back in the lineup for Vancouver. And to provide us with uh, some more insight on the Vancouver Canucks, longtime Vancouver-based uh, writer for Post Media, uh, beat writer, will hook up with Ben Kuzma after a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.